Welcome to the Be Tween Podcast. This is where we encourage tweens to be bold, be honest, and be the best they can be. I'm Rylan. And I'm Rylan's Nana, Jill. And we are the hosts. And we're so glad you're here. So Rylan, have you ever had to deal with mean kids at school or in the neighborhood? Yeah, I actually have. I've seen it before, and my brother got bullied. Ah, uh, at school? In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Gotcha. And what about at school? Have you have you seen it? People be really mean to each other mm-hmm. and at school. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember when I was in grade school, I don't remember what grade it was, but I wasn't in the cool group. And there was a group of girls who made sure I knew that I wasn't in their group. And I still remember how they made me feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's a gross feeling. It is. It's very sad. Yeah, I would agree. Bullying is a real problem and too often it happens in the tween years. Yeah, it we does. We have a guest today who understands bullying. Yep. Cindy Boltima is a mom who experienced bullying herself. But not only that, one of her daughters was bullied at school. And Cindy is also the president of GEMS, which is a ministry for elementary school and tween girls. Welcome to the Between Podcast, Miss Cindy. Thanks so much, Rylan and Jill. I'm so glad to be here with you. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Why, sure. I live in the state of Michigan, so oftentimes it's cold. It's not so cold right now. Mm -hmm. And I do have four children total. I have two boys and two girls. I have girls that are a little bit older than tweens now. One is in 11th grade and one is in 12th grade. Then I have a son that's in college and my other son He's 26, so he lives in the state of Arizona, so he's what we call adulting right now. Mm -hmm. And then I have two puppies, and they're kind of naughty puppies. And so even though my kids are leaving the nest, my dogs keep me very busy. (laughs) You understand that, don't you? You guys have a naughty puppy, (laughs) right? What's your puppy's names, Cindy? We have a dog named Ginger. It's a boy, even though Ginger is kind of a girl name because he has red hair. And then our other dog is named Diego because we were supposed to go on a trip to San Diego and then COVID hit. So we used our vacation money to buy a dog. And so that's how we have Diego. <laughs> that's, that's great. So and what you guys have? Um, Gracie. She's a Cavapoo. Uh-huh. And how did you name her? So my middle name is Grace. So I kind of wanted like a name that's kind of like my name. So we were... Before we got her, COVID hit, so we were, like, thinking about names to get, like, decide. And so we, at school, there's, like, this website that we use. It's called, it was, like, a kid kind of, like, learning game. And so there was a spinning wheel, and every name it, like, chose, it's out. And Mm -hmm. then the name that was, that one was Gracie. Ah, gotcha. All this time, I thought that you guys named, I I mean, I know your middle name's Grace, and then that's after Grandma Grace. Yeah. So I thought that you went that route. So I've never heard that part of the story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted it kind of like, yeah, just a little bit fun. Yeah. Okay, we better go back to the topic. So will you share with us how bullying is part of your life story and what it taught you in your life? 
Mm-hmm. Well, when I was a little girl, I had red hair like I do now, just like our dog, Ginger. And even though I think red hair is so beautiful, I was the only girl in my school that had red hair. And so kids like to pick on me a lot. And I wish I would have told my mom or told someone, but I just let the kids tease me every day. And I think the more they teased me and the more my face would turn red and they would see how upset I was, they -hmm. would just keep going more and more and more. And I didn't grow up in a home that had Bibles or anything. And so when they were saying all of these mean names to me, I just thought that what they were saying was kind of true. And it was a really, really sad place to be. Oh, I bet. I bet. So what did that teach you in life about bullying? Like you mentioned one thing, like you wish you would have said something to someone. Mm -hmm. And it also taught me that it's really important to know what the truth is and to have people in your life that tell you the things that are the truth. Because in life, sometimes maybe people will tease us or say things, or we might even do it to ourselves if we look at something on TV and think, well, I don't look like her. But it's important to know the Bible that always tells us the truth. And so finally, when I grew up and I was a mom, I started to read the Bible. I was like, oh my goodness, all of those years, I thought those things that those silly boys were saying about me were true. That's not true at all. God says that I'm beautiful, that he chose me, that I'm enough. And Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful. And that's why I love telling people about God's Bible today, the Bible. Mm, I love that. And you, you once told me that one of your kids experienced bullying. One of your daughters actually switched school mid-year because she was being bullied. So, wow, that must have been really hard for you as a parent, but so hard for her. So she now shares her story. And you said that there are some lessons that she learned through that tough season. Can you share a little bit more about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my daughter is now in 12th grade. And this happened when she was in 10th grade. But yes, I have her permission. She's at school today, but she said I could talk about it. So it was important for everybody to know that. And it was really hard. And she was kind of like me. She didn't want to tell people at first. I think she was embarrassed and kind of just hoped it would go away. But Mm -hmm. oftentimes we can hope and it doesn't just go away. And so finally, one day it was so hard and so bad. She told me what had been going on. And I thought there was something going on. Sometimes moms and grandmas just know these things. But (laughs) she finally broke down and said, Mom, and she showed me her phone and some messages that were really, really mean that girls at her school were saying. And so if my daughter was here, I think some of the things, the lessons that she learned and that she shares with other girls now is tell someone. And it's, it's kind of weird and hard to talk about, but you don't have to be embarrassed. It's not your fault. But to tell that safe person, maybe it's your mom, Rylan, you have an amazing grandma too. Maybe it's somebody that's a mentor. Maybe it's somebody in your church or an aunt or even maybe a next door neighbor. But tell someone Mm -hmm. it's not your fault. Maybe it's a teacher. And then also she learned to make sure that you you don't go through this alone, that you um, don't go to bed at night crying all the time, but that you let someone know and that. You don't, you want to ask for help. So it doesn't happen to someone else. So Mm -hmm. my, my daughter, she, sometimes she can think she's pretty tough. And so she just thought, well, I'm just not going to listen to them. But one of the reasons she finally came to me is she said, I don't want anyone else to have to go through this. 
So just remember, if we don't let others know about the bully, it might not just be you. It might continue to someone else. Rylan, kind of like in the neighborhood for your brother. Um, I'm glad that now everyone knows because it could have happened to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else in the neighborhood too. Yeah, that's so very true. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, let's hope that we're not on the side of being the bully. But the truth is, if sometimes we look at our own choices and maybe we've gotten in and, and you know, we kind of had some peer pressure. So what what would you say and what message would you say to kids today that find themselves being the bully? Yeah, sometimes others can be a bully too. And so I would say one word, stop just stop. Or I might say, knock it off. But I would just say, <laughs> if you feel like you're being a bully, and you, and we know we can tell in our heart when we're saying things that are unkind, whether that's to their face or behind their back or putting it on, um, on a phone somehow in a message, I would just say first, very sternly, stop. And then my second question would be, why? And maybe ask someone to help you. Why would you say these things because what sometimes adults say is that hurt people hurt people. And that's really mm-hmm. true. And so if you are bullying someone right now, first of all, I would want you to knock it off. But then second, ask somebody to help you to figure out why. Maybe you were bullied. Maybe you don't feel good about yourself. But we, we care about you too. And we want to make sure that you also get help. Mm-hmm. That is such good wisdom. I, I agree with that. Yeah. How has your faith played a role in your bullying journey? Well, when I think about my daughter who was bullied, as your grandma shared, it was really, really hard to know what to do. It was really hard for her to go to school and for me to know that she had these mean girls in her class and they wouldn't even let her sit at the lunch table. And so my daughter would go in the bathroom and eat in a bathroom stall all alone. Mm. And But then I remembered that I could pray to God and that God always hears and he always answers. And so I said to my daughter, how about every day I'll pick you up for lunch and I'll take you. We can go have a picnic, but I will go and take you to lunch every day. And so I happened to work really close to the school. So I asked my daughter, is it okay if I tell my coworkers why I'm leaving every day? And could I have them pray for you? And so she said that was okay. So I didn't put it on Facebook and tell all my friends. But those that I worked with, they knew. And every single day when I would leave for lunch, they would pray for my daughter and they would pray for any girl or boy who felt left out at the lunch table. And I just saw the difference that prayer made. Doesn't It doesn't mean like we snapped our fingers and it was all better. And as your grandma shared, she ended up switching schools to get away from the bully. But we saw how God helped her have courage and peace even in the midst of the hard time. So that's Mm -hmm. how I would say that my faith helped is that knowing that I might not be able to fix all the problems, but I could pray to God and he can absolutely help. Mm -hmm. Wow. And probably God gave you that wisdom because of prayer, like the wisdom to that maybe a school change was a, a possibility and you probably hadn't even thought of that. So yes, he brings us wisdom when we don't know what to do. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for that. I have a whole prayer book of all of the prayers that I would write out when I didn't know what to do. And then he would either give me wisdom or bring someone that had been through the journey for me as a mom that I could ask 
what, what should I do that had maybe gone through a similar situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cindy, today you actually lead an organization called GEMS. Can you tell us what GEMS stands for? GEMS stands for Girls Everywhere Meeting the Savior. Mm, girls Everywhere Meeting the Savior. And what does GEMS offer? So we have clubs where girls can get together first through eighth grade and they get together with their friends and maybe girls from the neighborhood or, or their school or brand new girls, along with a mentor who can sit with them and talk about God, but also have a lot of fun, do crafts, have snacks, and help talk about how to, to be a girl that makes good choices and have a lot of fun in, in our world today. So we have clubs from Canada to Kenya, California, and everywhere in between. So I bet we have some in Illinois too. I bet you do too. How would we find if there was a club um, near us? You know, the easiest way probably would be just go to the website and it's gemsgc.org. So like Gems Girls Club. And there's a big map and you can take a look and to see if there's a club near you. And if there's not, maybe you have a mom or a grandma that wants to help start one. That's very fun. I don't know if you caught this, Rylan, but she was saying the names of all the cities. And one of them, she said, was Kenya. Do you know where Kenya is? Oh, yeah. It's It's in in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So you have gems clubs in Africa. We do. We do. Because girls everywhere need to hear that they are loved. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss Cindy, for sharing your story and helping us be better tweens. Thank you, Rylan. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for joining us on the Between Podcast. Want to know when a new episode drops? Make sure you subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode comes out. Until next time, be bold, be honest, and be the best you can be.